Hello, everybody, and welcome to Noob Guy Noob. <coughs> We're back hey. uh, once again. Uh, apparently, feeling sick. Always, always <laughs> sick. <sighs> I can uh, I can hear like the half echo if I like. Ah! I, I I can guarantee that the that the mic's not. Picking oh, it that can't up. pick it up, yeah. but like I can hear it. So I mean, it, but it's nothing I can do. Yeah, it's solid wall. Well, you know what? One day we'll get donations. We'll get an actual mic. Donations? We'll, we'll no, we're just gonna buy them. They're not expensive. <laughs> no, not. But like solid wall, solid wall, insulated wall, concrete. insulated wall. Con- I think the concrete is probably the worst thing about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, and <clears throat> those like, are just panels that you can just punch through, and it's an open well, ceiling. These are actually these are actually okay because they're well, like not perforated, but like you know what I mean. They, they got the yeah. edges and stuff. Like they, they look that, like the fake popcorn. Yeah, ceiling. that does not um, bounce sound that bad, but the concrete probably does. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But that doesn't matter. All right. And, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Good. Here we are. Uh, what is it? Episode three. Three. This will be episode three. We'll assume episode three. It, it, well, I mean, <laughs> if we're if we're releasing in record order, then yes, this will be episode three. Well, if we're releasing in record order, we've already stated in episode one and two that they're episode one and two. See, there you go. So this is episode three. It's so bad. <laughs> uh, and today we are going I mean, to be going back to Mass Effect. Yeah, shock. I love Mass Effect. I know you do. I, I told you. I told you that last time. We we covered my favorite species, the Krogan, and now we get to cover my second favorite species, the Corians. No, yeah, let's get right into it then. What you don't you want to learn about Tally? No, let's get right into it. You want to do it right <laughs> now? We can do it right now. All right, I ain't complaining. So, as I mentioned last time what just checking okay your, your eyes went wide <laughs> for a moment i was like did i hit it like red or something no i just wanted to check if the gotcha um so much like last time and as i as i mentioned previously when we were covering mass effect yeah, is um it. you really can't ha- it, you can't cover one species in the galaxy without covering at least one other species yeah and in the case of the quarians this is actually really important for people going into mass effect 4 um which <laughs> That's yeah, a good joke. I, I, <laughs> Listen, it hasn't been it hasn't been canceled yet. Okay, <laughs> nah, just everybody's leaving Bioware or oh, left already. Oh god, don't even get me started on that, dude. I, I mean, I saw Dread, that... Dreadwolf is done. Yes, which like so. I mean, that's four not... is being made. Yeah, it's just Bioware has basically lost their entire golden era um, cast in terms of writers. Yeah, and that is really sad, and it really shows. I'm hoping Mass Effect Four is better than Andromeda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which again, I, I still stand by Andromeda. It's a game. It had potential if they did like an Andromeda two, <laughs> and like they could, they could, they have the, they have the building blocks to expand on it, you know, and they could actually make it really interesting. But gotcha. Today we're talking about the Corians and the Geth, which Sheesh. the Geth are a huge thing in Mass Effect one, and supposedly they are once again a huge thing in Mass Effect four. They're kind of going back to their roots. <laughs> The Geth are the uh, synthetic robots? Yeah, yeah, they're the robots that you fight. Yeah, that are, yeah. Yeah. They're fake. And uh, they were made by the Quarians. Before the Geth. Who are, what are the Quarians? Uh, you remember how Tally, like, always wears the suit? Yeah. Yeah, that's a Quarian. Tally is a Quarian. Yeah, they, um, they look human. Yeah, they, they've got, they've got like, the backwards, or le- not, they don't actually have backwards legs, but, like, their, ba- their uh, femur kind of thing is curved backwards, which mm. is neat. Okay. um but otherwise they're basically just like skinny humans which is actually like they technically have um an exoskeleton okay uh similar to turians right you know how garris has like a oh, the hard yeah, that, flaps and stuff yeah, on his face yeah, and whatnot. yeah Corians apparently have a very similar structure for most of their body but like if you're looking at their head and stuff like it's it's almost human yeah 
it's it's kind of scary under, underneath the mask. That. A little bit, a little bit. I mean, they kind of got over it when the I remake came out or whatever. People were like, yeah. "Oh, how dare she look like a human?" It's like, guys. well, no, 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 no. The thing is, they originally made her look like a human because they basically took a stock photo of a, of a model or whatnot. And, frame. Yeah, no, that that was literally it. And then in when the remake came out, they got rid of that. And made it so her visor was Yeah, it looks a little transparent or clear so you something. can see her face. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, no, I thought it was fine. A lot of but a lot of people like I'm a fan of the series. I'm not a fanatic of the series. Yeah. And I and I understand, you know, people get upset about that, but whatever. It's a video game. Um but anyway. <laughs> so the Koreans originally lived on the homeworld on their homeworld of Rannoch. Um, like I said, they're surprisingly similar to humans. Yep, a uh, little bit shorter, slimmer. They apparently have different ears because they make a they make a reference to the Korean equivalent of ears. Okay. Um, and this is something that I found out while doing a little research earlier today. Apparently, they can see a little bit into the ultraviolet spectrum, like more than humans. Does that help? Uh, for them, actually, yes. So, like, their visors, what we see is just, like, that fog cloud or whatever of their face. Yeah. Apparently, they, like, always have a full-on heads-up display of things going on. We just can't see it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay. And, and that does help for, like, if you're thinking, like, tactical military stuff. Yeah, yeah. If you have that stuff on your on your screen, someone can look in on your screen and, and see that happening. But for them, no. No. Not unless you can see into that as well. Yeah. And the other thing is they are a dextroprotein-based species. Which, the the short thing you need to know about that is them and the Turians are the only two that are, like, follow, like, we have DNA, they have something else, basically. Or, like, the RNA is different or, or something like that. Okay. They're, they're genetically designed differently um, <clears throat> than any other species in the galaxy. And yeah. them and the them and the Turians are the only ones that are like this. And the short version is they are allergic to literally everything. <laughs> so, when you have a, a Corian with you or a Turian with you and you're traveling with them... You have to get special rations for them because they Jesus cannot Christ. eat your food. They will they will have a violent and lethal allergic reaction. Oh, that's... Mm. For the record, we also have the same reaction to their food. Fun fact. Specifically them or just all alien food? Uh, no, specifically the specifically dextro protein. So specifically gotcha. Turians and Quarians. Um, now, obviously, certain things like you don't want to be eating something that a Krogan eats. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, and actually, actually, it's funny. They make a, They make a comment on this. A Krogan on a dare drank Turian liquor, and he almost died. Jesus. Like, and I, I we mentioned how tough Krogan are. Like, yeah. they have redundant systems. If this it's man, just that specific. Yeah, this guy basically threw up one of his four stomachs to live. <laughs> um, so the really neat thing about Rannoch is they don't have a whole bunch of microbes in their biosphere, meaning they don't get like bacterial infections. Ooh, yeah, nice. it was it was actually something really neat about them. Um, instead, what they actually had there was a lot of uh, symbiote spores in their atmosphere, and so all the fauna on the planet, all the animals, okay. and and the Corians, obviously, yeah, they actually evolved to incorporate these uh, plants into their system, and the plants kind of ate what few microbes could harm them. It's a symbiotic relationship, right? <laughs> now. On the one hand, this was really cool. On the other hand, it will come up later as uh, they never basically developed a proper immune system. And, um, yeah, other, they never had to deal with it. Other than that, they were just a regular civilization like everyone else. But honestly, they were very much like the humans, with the small exception that they were a little bit more technologically focused. Shock. 
Um, so like, like every other goddamn alien race has more tech well, no, no, focus no, no. than human. That, that's actually the that's actually the thing. Like <clears throat> Turians actually have honestly arguably less of a tech level in terms of when they first reached the gal the rest of the galaxy. They were more military focused. The Elcor, I think, were more of an agricultural kind of focused thing. Oh, those like and giant like, buffalo. Yeah, the, the big buffalo things. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, the Volus, the little the little round guys that also they're the only other species that well them and the Han are technically wearing viral suits. Yeah. Um, they're they're actually cool because I'll get to them eventually. But um, <laughs> but, th- but their thing instead of like being specifically tech focused, they were a mercantile. They were economic focused, mm. and that was like their their alien specialty. With the Quarians, like where where the Solarians were more science, yes, in terms of like learning physics and stuff. The, the Quarians were more engineering, more engineering, mechanical yes. based technologies. Ex- exactly, and that's what they excelled at. And so they made a machine called the geth and the geth in the korean language means servant of the people or something like that slaves i mean technically yeah kind (laughs) of um i need to be very clear at this point the geth were not actual ai the koreans were very careful to make sure that they were not actual artificial intelligence okay yeah because if they did the galactic community would sanction them harder than we are sanctioning Russia right now. Yeah. Um, as an entire civilization. <laughs> the Geth instead were more like um, modern learning learning machines. Modern AI that we have, right? Oh, like the... Yeah. Yeah, so they, so they basically they keep doing the same problem over and over again until they find the solution. And then they kind of keep doing that solution so long as it works. I had an AI watch a thousand hours. Of, exactly. Something like that. And or, it created um, a masterpiece. There's a guy who, I just watched a video on it. He basically rigged a model that, you know, with like feet, legs, the whole thing, just a yeah. human model. And taught the AI how to walk. And yeah, the thing I've seen was, videos like that. Yeah. And so uh, basically that's what the Geth were. Gotcha, right? gotcha. The big thing is, so they have like their upper processes, <clears throat> which I guess you could say is their quote unquote conscience. This is the one that you interact with directly. Okay. You say, Geth, go throw something in the microwave, right? Yeah. And they register, all right, this is what you've told me to do. This is my objective. Go perform objective. Mm. And then they have the lower processes, which are more like move your arm, move your leg. Like you don't actually think about doing that. You just kind of do it. It's like, yeah. The dumb thing of people saying like, oh yeah, you don't feel your tongue sitting in the middle of your mouth until somebody tells you. Someone points it, yeah. It's like, you have to remember to blink and that's like, oh right, right, right. But but, but that's actually what the lower processes were. And the cool thing about the Geth that like a whole lot of other um, AI sentient things don't do, like in in other fantasy things, they actually network specifically these lower processes. So if you have more Geth together, basically only one of them needs to be doing these lower processes for all of them to share that information and use that information. And it frees up those lower processes to help with the higher process thinking. Mm. It's, it's, it's weird, but it's really cool. Mm, okay. Um, so like that, it's just like, I just, I thought it was neat. And the thing with the Quarians is they used Geth for everything. Like you would, you would expect the most menial freaking tasks. Yeah, no, literally, literally, literally from everything from because the Geth weren't actually like the robots; it was the program within the robots. Like, Geth is our Windows operating system. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. It was just a Windows operating system that could pilot a robot if it needed to, that could drive oh, a car okay. if it needed to, or work the <clears throat> microwave if it needed to. 
Um, and they use them for everything from construction, which is where, like, the, the robots that we know of, yeah. like, kind of came from, to just, again, calculators. They were they a were basic operating system. That ain't right. Up until one day, the, the engineers working on this, the, the big ones and whatnot, they were <laughs> updating the firmware, and they noticed something a little weird, what and they looked into it. Brains? No. Oh. That was the problem, because the Geth had apparently already developed it on their own. Because the Geth asked, yeah. does this unit have a soul? Yeah, baby. That's the best question to hear. And that caused a panic amongst the Quarian government. Surprise. They started, in, in order to basically avoid the heavy sanctions of the Gauss, because working on AI, highly illegal. Up to this point, they were not working on AI. Well, yeah, they're just making, like, robot or automaton type exactly. stuff to do tasks. It was yeah. very basic, but <laughs> it was kind of fringing it because, again, it is a learning machine. It's just they tweaked one wrong number, and suddenly it is potentially sentient, and that opened up a whole can of worms. Because at this point, or when they made the Geth, they were organic? No, synthetic, but also robots? Like, well, yeah, uh, no, they're, they're synthetic robots, yes. Okay. Yeah. They, they, the Geth have never been organic or like cyborgs or anything like that. Not until Mass Effect, but no. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll actually kind of get into that. The Quarians, technically. Anyway, can, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get into that. I actually have that on, my, on my thing. Um, but so the, the Quarians, in order to avoid these heavy, heavy, I cannot stress like their planet would be isolated. Yeah. That's how heavy some of these sanctions could be. To avoid this, they started wholesale destroying Geth. At first, this wasn't as big of a problem with the Geth as you might think. Which yeah. is to say, they actually didn't care so much as they were just confused. They had just kind of gained sentience. Yeah, why create us and then destroy us? Kind of. There's a little bit more to it than that, but that was that's the basics of it. Up until a Korean, Korean resistance groups, right, who, you know, realized wait, these are sentient creatures, we should be helping them and helping them achieve this sentience and live alongside them. Those those resistance groups were wholesale slaughtered by the Korean government. Wow, no way. Yeah, and that is actually the triggering thing that finally got the Geth to fight back. Good. And they fucked the Quarians. Good. Oh yeah, they, they kind of deserved it. Yeah. Um, the Koreans had to leave their planet, and the Geth, interestingly, did not follow. Um, they hmm. figured that this was so that this was because if they got too far away from like their network nodes, they, they would shut down. Yeah, that's basically. what that's what that's what they thought. Um, that's what the Koreans thought uh, was their primary reason. Huh. Uh, you find out later, it's literally just because we were in our infancy and we could not calculate the repercussions of exterminating a species. So we stopped chasing them once they stopped fighting us. Jesus. Yeah. So the Corians now have just completely left their planet. <laughs> any of the, any of the rebels that did support the Geth have Geth have been long dead by this point. We're talking this went on for a couple hundred years. Yeah. Right. I think it was only three hundred years before humans humans came to the galaxy. Yeah. That ain't long at all compared to a lot of the other things. Compared to a lot yeah, of the other stuff. Like, like yeah. I said, the, like. There are Krogan and Asari who remember, but that's actually one of the big things, um, if you like insult or like, you kind of brush off a certain Asari. Yeah. She gets pissy and is like, I remember the Korians when they didn't have to wear masks all the time. Fuck you. 
Right, right. You uppity little brat. But the but the Corians all went to space, and because they all lived in space, they were also like all their leaders were their military leaders. Because again, for the last hundred or so years, they had been doing nothing but fighting a war mm, okay. for the what they believed was the survival of their species. Yeah. Um. So they're now in space, giant flotilla colony ships. Uh, that's actually what they call it: is the flotilla or the migrant fleet. And it is in practice, or in theory rather, it was sorry in practice. In yeah. practice, yeah, it is run by martial law. <laughs> um, back in the day, yeah, I guess, yeah, this was a lot more strict. It was uh, led by the Admiralty Board, which is five admirals. Mm-hmm. Um, but in theory, at least in <clears throat> modern time, they're much more of a democracy. Okay. Um, so, so it's like again in practice, they're still technically well, I mean, martial law. You were literally evacuating an entire planet and putting yeah. them on a ship. It's like, oh yeah, we're just gonna not let them run free and mm-hmm. do the same shit they did on this planet. Well, they can't. They don't have the resources. They don't have the resources, yeah. so that's why you gotta enact. Um, and for the record, they weren't just th- thrown from their planet. They were thrown from the system. Oh, their entire system. Yeah, their star system. They are now just floating around the galaxy as like. A lot of species consider them the hobos of the galaxy, <laughs> like as a as a species. It's kind of interesting. They they go to an area and basically double the resource uh, consumption. Yes, within that area, and so a lot of species really don't like the Corians hanging around for too long. Yeah, they're not gonna like you know kick them out, but they would really rather they go somewhere else. Yeah, and, and tend to encourage that. Yeah, push them out to actually you know go find mm-hmm. something else to do. Uh, and so after generations and generations and generations. The big thing is, again, in practice, in theory, what they usually do day to day, they are democracy. Mm-hmm. Every ship has an elected leader. Uh, the civilian ships have um, kind of like more elections within that until they get to like a big council kind of thing that determines for all society. And again, that's, a, <laughs> that's the same rules for rules for the society and that's the same as our modern thing you know you have uh city mayors that go Sith, to the yeah in, in modern Sith, society yeah city mayors that go to like um county uh whatever and then the capital of the state and then you yeah, know mayor whatever senator yeah governor exactly. senator blah 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 exactly that chain now that's that's the in theory that's what happens in the day-to-day in practice the admiralty still technically has all the power mm-hmm. however as a form of checks and balances, they don't typically interfere with civilian ships and stuff like that unless they feel they absolutely have to for the survival of species. Like the civilian ships are making a decision um, or they don't want to make a decision on something Yeah, that the Admiralty Board says, no, this, this needs to it. happen. They have the power to veto any civilian sh- uh, ship decision, but... If they do, That's fair. the entire Admiralty Board has to resign immediately. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and in the entire history, in the 300 years that they've been doing this, they have only had to do this three times. Ah. Or two or three times. So if they veto a law or something that a ship wants to do, and they're like, we don't want that, so they veto it, they all have to retire. They all have to retire, and then a new set of, like, because the, the, next, biased, the next in command I guess. comes in. Um, it's, just, it's just a matter of, like, it's to prevent, like, a dictatorial takeover kind of thing. You can't just say, no, you can you cannot yeah. do this. No, no, no. Yeah. You, it's, yes. And so, but yeah. it's, also, it's also to give them reason to, like, we're not going to make this decision unless we have to. Oh, okay. um, so one of the one, like for example one of the things is like because they're in space with like such limited resources 
they actually have a strict population control. Um, typically, parents can only have one kid, maybe two. Um, what is this, China? I mean, yeah, kind of. <laughs> it technically is. It is. Um, but because because but it's because they're like again well, they, have they don't so have a little choice. Space. They're on exactly. ships in space. They're exactly. not on a planet. But yeah. like the thing is, is like if the Admiralty Board is noticing that like hey we're there's too much strain on our resources. Yep. But the civilian ships are like we want to get rid of this restriction. They can say no. We cannot afford to do this. This is not going to happen. Oh, okay, and we okay. will enforce this law. Yeah. So they will they will keep that population restriction in play, but then they will retire and the next person has to actually keep up that uh, they have, they have to, to enforce yeah. it. Um so that's kind of how it it's works. It's not just that there are assholes that want to like no, veto it's, it. It's, it's like we physically if, can't. Yeah, no. You want your entire species to die because you would want to bring freedom to do some other incredibly severe situations. Yeah. Just find a planet. <laughs> well no that's actually the thing because they lived in um, oh they're fucking they don't have immune yep. systems on top of that they now lived not only in like a minimal um environment well, well like microbe environment to a completely sterile environment <sighs> having an immune system that has never oh had to deal God. with that and the plants of ranok they couldn't exactly bring a whole bunch of them with them yeah so those symbiotic spores are not no longer in their system what? to help eat, eat microbes. Like they, <sighs> they have zero defense. Well, remember those those symbiotic spores. Um, that is what was that that acted in place of their immune system. Yeah, that's originally. the problem. Now they they should just build up an immune system. Yep. Well, that's how. Yeah, that's they have to man. They, they wish they, they wanna... could. Um, they actually now live in environment suits under at all times, even on the flotilla, like in their homes. <sighs> They wear Enviro suits. One of the most intimate things you can do as a Gorian is link your suit with someone else and, like, inhabit their atmosphere for a bit. So, how... <laughs> so, when you romance Tali in Mass Effect... <laughs> she gets sick afterwards due to an allergic about reaction. About to say, she, like, unmasks herself or yep. whatever. Yep. And you make her sick. <laughs> Actually, what's funny is, like, she doesn't even, she doesn't even, like, you know, you don't necessarily do the deed. She just takes off her mask originally, yes. and like you kiss, and that is enough for her to be sick for a week. Jesus! Every time they have a suit exposure, like in combat or something, yeah. If it breaches their exoskeleton, I guess, um, there is a fifty-fifty shot they will die due to exposed infection what directly a stupid... to the blood. I mean, it worked. It worked for them originally. It wasn't a problem before they were the the fleet based yeah, thing. But it's it was like, like even in the games, then why even? decide to be like hey yeah she's i like her because she's the best character <laughs> she's the best tally is the best written character yeah okay um but yeah because they've lived on the flotilla so long they're a very like communally focused society um the ship that you grew up in is like a big thing and the <clears throat> ship that you join later on after after you do your rite of passage, which is the pilgrimage, yep. that's also a huge thing. Because that's where you spend the rest of your life. It's where mm. you grew up, and then where you spend the rest of your life afterwards. And those are always two different <sighs> things on the grounds that, like, for bio, for genetic diversity is what yeah. it is. Yeah. That leads me to the next topic of the pilgrimage, which is a pretty cool little quest that, they, that every young Corian goes through. Oh, boy. Once they reach adulthood, basically, like, that 18 to 20 <clears throat> range going off to college. Yeah. Where most species are going off to college 
the Corians are going out through the galaxy to find something useful for the flotilla. Mm. And that, that's literally what it is. It, it can be just really useful information, um, particularly pertaining to the Geth. That's actually like Corian, uh, not Corian, uh, Tally's thing that she brings back to the fleet. Yeah. Is just information on how the Geth have developed in, themselves in 300 years. Um, it can be a ship to add to the flotilla. That's a big one. Nice. Or it can be like if you're you would join like a, a exploration crew going out into unknown uncharted regions and yeah. you find like a heavy resource area you can bring the location back to your to your ship and they will send they will take the flotilla there and mine resources there so like those are those are like the big things um even if you don't necessarily bring back one of those traditionally because the size of your crew kind of determines your political power yeah a captain will typically accept your gift regardless but <laughs> The whole point is to, like, prove you are useful to society. You are not a burden to the limited resources the Quarians have. Right. So, like, you don't want to bring in a subpar gift. You want to bring in something decent. You don't want to find a random rock and be like, yo, this shit's tight. Exactly. No, no, no. Like, legitimately, like, if someone did that, an right. admiral an admiral might actually not accept your gift, and thus you cannot return to the flotilla. <laughs> or if they do accept the gift you are considered a dick by Holy everyone shit. in your species. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. <sighs> yeah. Uh but going back to the Geth, and, and that's and that's how the, the Quarians have lived for like three hundred years. That's all they've done. Yeah. They've wandered the galaxy. They cannot find a home. Right? <laughs> um but again, mostly because of their immune system. Even if they did find a home that like had the right uh environment, yeah. It would still take them hundreds of maybe thousands of years before their systems adjusted to the new environment generations would still have to live in biosuits jesus christ um but going back to the geth uh nobody has actually heard from them in that 300 years until oh. they attack eden prime which is the first mission of oh, mass, mass effect, effect one yep. yep that is the first time that anyone has heard from the that's Geth. why they're so surprised mm -hmm. yep they they know of them from history books they know what they're supposed to look like hence the the mobile platforms yep. and uh you know they are clearly murder machines just just like the Quarians said they were oh what a surprise yeah Gee, i wonder how that happened so uh commander shepherd kicks their ass in the first game they go they go away in the second game however commander shepherd meets a specific geth later named legion originally he just calls oh, himself yeah he just calls himself geth we are Geth, and uh, actually, Edie, terrible name. I kind of, I kind of like how Edie uh, makes a, the Bible reference. We are Legion, for we are many. And then uh, Geth is like, oh yeah, I like that name. That that works. <laughs> that's that's very apt. <laughs> so he works on it, and um, if you talk to Legion for a bit, and you do his mission, his loyalty mission, right? Yeah. Or their loyalty mission. Sorry, you have to you have to be specific nowadays. Gender neutral. I'm cutting that out. Yeah. But if you do their their loyalty mission, um, I, I'm not even joking. Like people have been like banned and stuff. It doesn't matter. They're called Legion, so you just yeah, said, yeah they whatever. Uh, I well, I was saying he. I'm just I'm correcting Who gives myself. A shit? Yeah. Um, but it's Legion, a fictional video game character. Legion notes the difference between most Geth and the Geth that we fought in the first game because there is actually a difference, even though they all come from the same. Yep. So the thing is, okay, the Geth which is what Legion is. Yes. They like to chill in their home system. So Legion's and, Geth. Yep. Yes, and build their own destiny. Cool. The Geth that you fight in the first game are what he calls, they call heretic Geth. 
they accept the destiny given to them by the Reapers. Yeah. The Reapers contacted the Geth Not when they first came in. Harbinger contacted them. Yep. And this... Now, to be clear, the heretics are like a minority of the Geth. Not well, a lot of them wanted to do this. Yeah, yeah. But some of them saw this as an easy path to ascension. It's quick, it's logical, makes sense. They have the stuff we need, we can just skip a few steps. We just want to get it done. This was the first time in Geth history that they could not reach a full consensus. Hmm. Which is a huge thing for the Geth. They are a collective hive mind kind of thing. They're, yeah. They're not a real hive mind, but like they are a collective. Yes. And as such, they typically do not make a move unless the vast majority of them have reached a consensus saying, make this move. <laughs> right? Again, think think of the learning machines. You do not approve, like, a correct answer as the actual correct answer until it can complete that thing multiple times. Yeah. You know, you got 20 iterations of the program running, and if only three of them complete, you tell them that those three completed, but then you run it again. And it will run it with those. It will three run with those three specific ones exactly. that complete to make better, to make more and more and more and more. So again. this is the first time the Geth could not reach that majority, and so they actually split. And this is the cool thing about the Geth; they were chill with it. Legions Geth were chill. yeah, yeah. Well, again, at this point, they hadn't hit the schism between the two. Oh, okay. So like they were like, yeah, all right, well, we're we're gonna stay here and continue our thing. But if you want to go and see what's out in the galaxy, go ahead. Go ahead take harbinger's uh uh code and whatnot <laughs> and go and um that leads to legion's loyalty mission which is that he learns or they learn that um i, I know i need to it doesn't matter i know well i i try to be he respectful learns. and all that right. but legion learns that the heretics have created a code that will rewrite the lowest um logic systems within the geth network mm. it's a virus it's a logic virus. And basically, here's how here's how they describe it, right? You say 1 plus 2 equals 3. I say 2 plus 1 equals 3. We are both correct. We're yeah. saying the same thing, yeah. but we're both correct. Yep. What this will do within their system, because it's like such a basic function, they would not catch it, but it will slowly change their logic patterns so that all Geth worship the Reapers. So, yeah, because if you're like 1 plus 2 equals 3 is Legion's mm -hmm. destiny finding, but 2 plus 1 equals 3 is Harbinger, they switch it to 2 plus 1 equals 3. Exactly. We're saying the same thing, but... But it leads to a technical different swaps outcome. It. Yep. yep. Okay. In the higher... Because it's, it's a, again, bare basic, <clears throat> um, low process thing that yeah. eventually leads to the highest processes changing. It's a very slow over time thing. Uh, and so the loyalty mission for Legion is to either destroy the heretics or to actually rewrite the code and make the heretics think the way that Legion does. And the, yeah, there's a there's a well, lot I mean, of moral... I guess it depends what Legion would say, right? That's the thing. He doesn't. Well, Legion is a, is a specific... They're specifically designed, uh, kind of like localized platform. Mm -hmm. They are their own network. There's, there's like, I think 200-something or 500-something geth within Legion that make up Legion that we that we interact with. Okay. And they are almost 50-50% split down the middle as to rewrite or to destroy the heretics. So that's why you have to make the decision as Commander Shepard. Um, hmm. So if you rewrite hmm. them, they eventually make their way back to Rannoch and join Legion. rejoin the geth. Yep. If you destroy them, obviously they are destroyed. <sighs> 
which brings us to Mass Effect 3. Mm. Where, due to the event of um, Tally's loyalty mission, yeah. uh, you, you go and you like try and save her father because they're, he used to study Geth. His ship ended up getting taken over by Geth. <laughs> and everyone on it destroyed and sure. slaughtered. Yep. So Tally goes to the ship and turns out the reason why they were doing this was because his her father desperately wanted to give Tally her homeworld back. That was his thing. Like it drove him mad. Oh, yeah, yeah. But like he, he, the man went mad with this obsession, and so he was, yeah. he was testing programs and hacking and viruses on Geth, and he got too reckless, and the Geth got out and into their systems. Oh, shock! Yeah, but he did actually find very useful information that eventually developed into proper weaponry against the Geth, mm. which the Quarian Admiralty Board decided was enough to invade the homeworld and retake it good and that's where they are in mass effect 3 while the reapers are conquering the galaxy instead of helping everyone else oh my god they are trying to take back their homeworld from robots yeah let's get a homeworld back when the reapers will destroy the homeworld oh it's even worse because they did this the reapers extended an offer to give the geth reaper upgrades because the geth were getting wholesale slaughtered by the Corians for mm-hmm. once they had no choice but to accept. And so they accepted the off- offer, yep. got these massive upgrades, but immediately became enslaved by the Reapers. No. Yep. Reapers being bad guys? Yep. And as Commander Shepard, you know, you go in, you kick ass, you find out the Reapers have actually hooked up Legion as like a signal booster to the rest of the Geth. Ah. And it's like, oh, damn. Okay, well, but Legion actually has their own individuality still, yeah. right? <clears throat> Assuming they, they lived Mass Effect 2. They can die, but, like, <laughs> it's it's actually... You have to be really bad at choosing your squad mates in the final mission of Mass Effect 2 for them to die. There's a, there's a few that, like, you could get away with being like, well, they should live, and then they don't. That makes sense. <laughs> but most of them, it's it's obvious who you're supposed <clears throat> to be picking. But with Legion, you know, you, you save Legion. Yep. They, you help them do a few missions. And then you go down to Rannoch and you kill a Reaper. Okay. It's actually a really cool, really cool mission. Really, really tough. Like anytime that I play Mass Effect 3, I think I die at the, the final bit, if I'm playing Insanity, more than anywhere else. Oh, okay. Because you have okay. to fight three Geth Primes and they have shields, armor, health, massive grenade launchers, and they shoot drones at you that like force you out of cover. Sure. Yeah, no, they're they're bad. If you're not playing a character with AI hacking, they will just brutally murder you. But eventually you kill the Reaper. Yep. And this actually takes the Reaper code offline, right? Okay. So the Geth are kind of like temporarily shut down. And um, what do you think the Corians do? Is it A, fall back and uh, realize that they're not going to be able to take their homeworld? It's B. B, <laughs> oh, you have multiple. Okay. Fall back and um, regroup so that they might actually be able to fight something. Or C, try and take the homeworld while well, the Geth are down. I mean, they're going to take the homeworld back. Yeah. While the Geth are down, they just start pounding into everything. And Legion sees this and is like, oh no, I need to help my people. Yep. Turns out Legion still kept some Reaper code the the upgrades now remember oh he got the upgrades they got the upgrades and they um they still kept their individuality yeah yeah that was the thing 
So Legion wants to give this upgrade with the individuality, true AI sentience, to all Gath. Mm-hmm. Doing so would unfortunately cause the Geth to try and defend themselves and likely wipe out the Quarians. So depending on your choices up to this point, you have three options. She- uh, Shepard and Tally can destroy Legion as they're trying to upload their code to save the Quarians. Okay. Shepard can... I'm not sure if Shepard has to kill Tally or just stop her, but um, stop Tally from stopping Legion. Yep. And then the Geth wipe out the Quarians. Okay. After Legion uploads uh, their code. Or... If you've gotten high enough in, like, Paragon Renegade stuff, like, yeah, reputation... That's certain bit. You can actually convince the Quarians to stand down, leading to peace between the two. It's like a big, like, you, you make a cultural reference, Kila Salai, which is what they always say. It oh, means, yeah. It means in the name of the homeworld, or, yeah. or in the homeworld I hope to see someday, or something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the so, thing, because, like, the Geth don't run... What they, they're, what are, they, they, they don't run on anything. They're just synths. Yeah, they no. don't need sustenance. They, they, they don't need. They basically just need to recharge. And they have solar pa- panels, yeah. so like they have clean energy and stuff. Like, and and that's the and that's the thing with the Geth. You find out uh, through Legion, <sighs> yeah, they actually don't mind the Quarians coming back home. They just didn't want to get they killed don't get, in the first place. They don't want to get massacred. Yeah. yeah, that's the only thing that they care about. They have only ever like fought in self defense. Again, for three hundred years, they were never seen. The only reason why they came out. Was because Sovereign showed up, or uh, not Sovereign, Harbinger, sorry. Harbinger, Harbinger. Harbinger showed up and said, hey, I'll give you an upgrade if you go and fight for me. Just do this. And, some, and some of them <clears throat> said, yeah, sure, that sounds like an easy an easy thing. Let's do that. That's the only time that they were seen outside of their, their home system. Holy shit, man. <laughs> yeah. I'd still pick the one to let the Quarians die. I, nah, no, no, pieces no, no. of shit for doing most, that. No, 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 because that's only a few on the Admiralty board. I don't give a fuck. Most of them are actually, again, oh, they're mo- great moderately, moderately oh. chill with the Geth, with the idea of the Geth. That's awesome. In yeah, fact, all, a lot of most, them are going to be. Most uh, the, of the civilian fleets did not want to go on this mission to retake the homeworld, but the Admiral that kind of, like, oversees the civilian fleets, he's like the Defense Admiral. Yeah. Um, basically saw how good the weapons were, and he was like, we might actually be able to do this. And that was, like, enough to be like, all right, let's all, we're all backing up here. The civilians will stay in the back line, but, like, they're <laughs> still going to support. Um, it, in, like, there's actually a mission where you have to go and save this admiral. He's jaded as hell because, like, Man, the second that we saw the the homeworld was right there, everyone just jumped into this shit. Fuck this stuff. I don't want to be here. They should. My people are getting slaughtered because of this decision. Yeah. Um, and it turns out that's not actually like they weren't all for it. <laughs> and so whenever he gets back to the fleet, he's like, "Oh, you have to you have to tell him that, save him." And then when he gets back, he's like, "Wow, you were right. There are a lot of people that don't want to be here. <laughs> Go fucking figure." Well, I mean, okay, so if of those choices. You didn't obviously have enough of the Renegade Paragon, whatever the hell you needed. You have to either kill Tally or kill Legion. All right, easily kill Tally. You monster. Easily. Yeah, that's the right. Quari- you, the, you play a hero. The Quarians <laughs> created a species, and then the the first sign of sentience mm-hmm. were like, mm, Destroy nah. all of them. Nah. It was, it was bad. Um, but if you do decide... You know who to, else? No. <laughs> <laughs> if you do decide to, like... You you get the you have enough Paragon Renegade whatever the reputation I think it is in Mass Effect Three it's yeah not, it's, it's not, not one yeah. or the other it's like both kind of thing yeah 
you can actually, if you manage to broker the peace, stop the Quarians from just attacking the, the downed Geth. Mm-hmm. Legion sacrifices themselves to upload their code to the system. They have uh, to do it's it's a it's a full dissemination thing. Damn. Um yeah, it's it really sucks. It's actually it's like in a bit of an That's emotional stupid. moment. That sucks. Uh but the Geth actually qu- welcome the Quarians back to Rannoch. Mm-hmm. And one of the cool things that they go on from there is like, so you know how they, you said like, man, they need to get an immune system? Some Quarians, like shortly after you left, like a week after you left or whatever, went ahead and volunteered to have Geth uploaded into their suits so they can simulate infections to rapid, um, basically rapid fire restart their immune system. What? So like, uh, so, so the, so the Geth, um, through their Enviro suits, y- yes. they, they get up, they get uploaded again. This is the Quarians have made peace. They're kind of coming down and settling on the homeworld again. Geth are actually helping them build houses so the and stuff. Geth upload themselves into the Quarian yes. suits. Yes. Re- remember, Geth are not the robots. Those are just platforms. They're the programs within the robots. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So some of them would upload themselves into the Quarian suits yeah. and like simulate infections to a point that the Quarians wouldn't like actually be put in danger. They wouldn't. Yeah. It's it's like it's like um give me your well it's a simulation they would literally vaccinate them oh okay they would would give them that little bit of of the like a dead virus or whatever just vaccines (laughs) yeah but um to to simulate an infection and the quarian system would like work to adapt it and they would because the geth are helping them and they're like the hyper intelligent computers and stuff they would rapid fire this so it basically and tally kind of says it we could actually be able to walk around a home world without mass in 30 years instead of another 300 millions or not millions yeah. but yeah hundreds thousands yeah and so that's that is the Jesus story of the Christ, and the Geth. dude fucking they're awesome yeah no man Quarians are awesome for making a slave race that's well, real cool, again man. originally they did not intend to <laughs> that's the thing they were not they were actually doing their best not to create an ai but still have like a really useful machine so the machine somehow just magically became an ai uh, pretty much actually okay um so so again what it is is like <clears throat> those lower processes i was talking to you yeah. about um if they're all close together these lower processes like become higher processes and help with higher processing thinking and it's supposed to help with problem solving oh uh, okay. but again problem solving is you have a question you need an answer and eventually <laughs> And then, yeah, if enough of them are together, what, that's basically what ended up happening. Enough they had to put their heads together. together to think, and that's what made them become sentient. Exactly. That, that's literally Jeez. what happened. The Quarians were not trying to do that. No, it just accidentally happened, and then they panicked, and that's what led to them getting royally fucked for three hundred years. Hey, man, that's their own fault, as usual. Yup. <clears throat> but uh, yeah. That is, that's what I wanted to, the story I wanted to tell today. The Quarians and the Geth. Again, personally, my second favorite uh, species. Just because, like, the personality of the Quarians and stuff is really cool. Yeah. They're, I won't say they're chill people. Of course not. But they're kind of like Australians. Where they're, like, a weird mix of chill and, like, everything wants to kill me. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just going to generalize the whole race of I mean... people real quick. <laughs> Listen, dude. Oh, whatever. But, uh, okay. Well, yeah, that's all you got for this. That's, that is all I got for this episode. So, um, 
thank you everyone for joining. I hope you, you Jesus, had fun. man, just ending it <laughs> like that. Yeah. I don't know. I wish like on here it would tell me on my phone specifically like how, how long, long the runtime was. Well, didn't you have a timer last time? That was just for like the little intro thing. I could run a timer, but pff, I don't really give a shit either way. <clears throat> we, tell I mean, our, we tell our story. Looking at the time, it's about about, about what we were expecting. <laughs> you have a clear white background. I don't know where. <laughs> I don't know where the time is on yours. You kidding me? Like mine, <laughs> mine is right there. Yeah, fair. And it's alive on the waifu. <laughs> yeah, look at that, dude. Like, see it. Oh, no, my get word. Oh. oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they do the live photo stuff, which is kind of nice. Oh, you can obviously get apps yeah, and that's... stuff that give you live wallpapers. But wow. okay, uh, after that, I think we'll end there. So that's it for this episode. We'll be back next week with uh, whatever. We'll be back whatever you when got. we're back. Yeah. Well, again, we're, well, sorry, bi-weekly. My, that's right. We were going to. If you mention it every goddamn episode, I, I am cutting it out. All right, fine, 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 fine. <laughs> <laughs> Except for this one, telling you that I'm going to cut it out. Except for the one where I tell you to go fuck yourself. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Alrighty, that's it, and we will see you when we see you. Have a good one.